Thank you, everybody, for coming. Evening, everybody. Um, tonight, we have some sponsors. So, um, Sheer is sponsored uh, tonight by Helene and David Brenner in the merit and protection of Toby Ruvain ben Chaya Hadassah, um, who is proudly serving in Aza, Miriam and Avram Deutsch, in honor of 30 years of Aliyah, Am Yisrael Chai. Um, and uh, Mindy Barad in thanks to Hashem for miracles past, present, and future for Am Yisrael. Um, those are sponsors uh, for the month, as well as we also have weekly sponsors, uh, Yosef Aaron and family in honor of Yosef's birthday, and for the safe return of our soldiers and kidnapped, and by um, um, and by uh, Michael Levy in memory of the yurt site of his grandfather, Dove Bear Ben Zelig Halevi. We'll also learn tonight, Li'ilei Nishmas, um, Halel Shmuel Ben Dvora Basia, Elad Moshe, and Tei Nishmas Otsurah so um, tonight we're going to learn Tilim Kuf Yud Gimel. Now, why Kuf Yud Gimel? So you asked me why why I pick what I what I picked, and so uh, we moved into Chodesh Kislev, and I was thinking uh, about Hanukkah, and uh, there are certain prakim of Tehillim that are linked with Hanukkah. There's Mizmor Shir Chanukah Sabayis Ladavid, which we say every day of Hanukkah, and I thought for at first I was thinking, no, you know what? Let me save that for Hanukkah. We'll do that on Hanukkah if we have a Shir on Hanukkah. You know, we'll see how that's going to play out. But but if we do, I was like, I was going to say, and then I was like, you know what? You know what's really linked with Hanukkah? Hallel. Hallel is really linked with with Hanukkah. After all, Hanukkah was set up and established as days of Simcha v'Hallel. That's the Rambam's uh, phrase, right? Days of uh, of joy and um, and Hallel. And Hallel um, is a number of paragraphs of Tehillim. So I figured that would cover us for a few weeks. The thing is that I didn't realize. I mean, I realized, you know, like as soon as I thought about it for a second, that's going to take us past Hanukkah. <laughs> if we do all of Hallel, it's going to take us past Hanukkah because there's more weeks um, than that, and then we won't get to do Mizmor Shikudu Gustavayis David on Hanukkah unless I break it up. So we'll figure out what we'll do. I don't know. But uh, tonight we'll do Tilim Kuf Yud Gimel. Tilim Kuf Yud Gimel is the first parak of Hallel. It's the beginning of um, it's the beginning of Hallel. So here's what we're gonna do. As 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 usual, we are going to to read the parak of Tehillim. We'll summarize the parak of Tehillim. We'll read the Rishonim and the Achronim on the, the parak of, of Tehillim. And hopefully through our study, it will enhance not only our Torah study, which we'll do tonight, but it will enhance our tefillah. Because when we come around to this parak again, hopefully we'll have greater understanding of uh, of what it means. We'll be able to say it with a greater intent on Hanukkah, which is the next time that we will say Hala, Hanukkah, first day of uh, Hanukkah. So, Tehillim Kofi Gimel, yeah? It's a little bit different than some of the Tehillim that we've been doing. We haven't done, like, upbeat Tehillim. You know, uh, we've been doing um, sadder, more trying Prakim of Tehillim. But the truth is that this parak of Tehillim, um, in and of itself, um, uh, we need not worry about any emotional um, uh, conflict. We'll, we'll read the Tehillim and, uh, and, and we'll see. Everybody ready? Tehillim Kofi Gimel, let's get started. The David Melech writes like this. Um, hallelujah, hallelujah, avdeh Adonai, hallelujah, shem Adonai. So um, uh, praise God, the servants of God. Um, praise the, the name of God. Yehi shem Adonai mevarach me'atav yadolam. The name of God should be blessed from now and forever. Mimizrach shem mishab mevaom uhulal shem Adonai. From the rising of the sun until the setting of the sun, the 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 name of God should be praised. Ram al kul goyim Adonai ala shayim kvado. God is above all nations. Um, his honor is on the heavens. Who is like God who is high to sit? Who is high to sit? Who comes down to see the heavens and the earth. 
he picks up from the dust, the dal, the, the downtrodden, from the trash heaps, he picks up, he elevates, he causes to rise the evyon, the desolate, to sit him amongst the, the princes, the princes of his people, Hallelujah. He causes the Akeras Abayas, the barren woman of the home, to be Moshivi, to sit. Aim Abanim Semecha, as the mother of children, she is happy. Hallelujah. Let us, let us praise, let us praise God. So um, the, the Parak of Tehillim, if we had to summarize, what is the Parak of Tehillim all about? Um, I think the Parak of Tehillim says we should always praise God. God does great things. Is that is that is that okay? Yeah. We should always praise God. God does um, unexpected things. No? Um, is that good summary? It's okay? Yeah. Everyone's cool with that. Okay, good. Amazing, good. So now let's let's look at some of the, the Rishonim and the Achronim. We'll start with the Midrash, actually. And hopefully we can um, add depth to this uh, to this paragraph of Tehillim. And um, I'm feeling good about the time. Everybody ready? So here's, here's, here's the Midrash. I found this Midrash to be very, very interesting. Look at this Midrash. Rabbi Yehuda Bar Simon Amar... The Rabbi Yudah Bar Simon teaches that the Jewish people said to God, "Niskarti anisha asisa li nisim b'mitzrayim." I feel like you know us saying this to God. No, can you feel like that? You know, I remember God. There was a time when you did miracles for us. No, I remember there was a time when we were in Egypt, and you did for us miracles. And when you did those miracles for us, we sang song for you. And on that night of Yitzias Mitzrayim, the night of Makas Bechoros, we sang songs to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shenemar, Hashir Azei Yelechem Kelel Eskadesh Chag. Hey, what's going on? Right? But this song, right, will, will be Kelel Eskadesh Chag. Like the song that we sang on the, the night of uh, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Ve'emasai, when was that? Bishashaharakta bechore Mitzrayim balayla. At the night when the, the firstborns of the Egyptians were dying at Makas Bechoros. Shinemar. Vayehi bachatsi alayla. And it was in the middle of the night. Heve Omer. Niginasi balayla. And what he means to say is, Bachatsi Alayla, we were singing Bachatsi Alayla. Ba'osa Alayla Shagaltanu Botsisanu Lechayras, on that night that you redeemed us and you brought us out to freedom. Shayinu Avadim Leparo, we were slaves to Paro, Gulasenu Basisenu Lechavadim. And you took us out from being slaves to Paro and you made us slaves to Akadosh Baruch, slaves to you. Lakach Nemar. And on that it was said, Halalu Avde Adonoi, Vilo Avde Paro. The beginning of the Tehillim, right? Hallelujah, hallelujah, that who sings the praise of God? The servants of God. And when did we become at first the servants of God? The Midrash is saying, when we switched from being the servants of Paro to being the servants of God was the night of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. Which means that according to this Midrash, and we're going to keep reading the Midrash because the Midrash goes a little bit further. It, it elaborates on the story a little bit more. But what the Midrash is suggesting is that this paragraph of Tehillim, I don't know if the Midrash was saying that these actual words were recited on the, on the night that we left Mitzrayim. But what the Midrash is saying is that this emotion, the emotion of this tefillah links and connects to the night of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. When the Jews are saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu performed for us Nisim, we, he, he did for us miracles, we knew that we were His servants. 
And this is what we sang. We sang that God's name should be praised forever, forever, right? Like, uh, like it says in the Midrash. And now, by the way, on that backdrop, we also understand the end of the paragraph of Tehillim, yeah? Because the end of the paragraph of Tehillim, it, 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 it switches. The, the last, you know, like two, three psukim. What happens over here? Yeah? That God picks up from the dust, the downtrodden, from the trash heaps, right? He raises up the, the destitute. Who's he talking about, according to the Midrash? He's talking about us. He's talking about us. He's talking about the emotion that the Jews had at the time of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. Remember, in Mitzrayim, the Jews were, were, were slaves. They were on the bottom of the totem pole, uh, the bottom caste in the caste system of, of Egypt. And what did God do? He picked us up from the trash heaps. Mamash, actually. Picked us up from the trash heaps. As everyone, everyone sees the emotion, right? That uh, that the Midrash is saying is going to run from the beginning of the Talim all the way until the end. That we realize that we were servants of God. When God performed for us miracles, he took us out of Mitzrayim. And we saw how God raised us up and picked us up from uh, from the depths to the tops, from the depths to the heights, I should have said, right? And uh, and we sang this, this paragraph of Talim, the paragraph of Talim that says... We should praise God. And we should always praise God. We should be constantly be praising God. That's Tehillim Kuf Yod Gevel. Right? But let's read more in the Midrash because Midrash elaborates on the story a little bit more. Um, another word, another interpretation, which is not really another. It's just it's, it's just more elaborate. Ve'ema Sai Amru, when was this parak of Tehillim recited? When was this parak of Tehillim said? Bishas Makas Bechoros. At the time of Makas Bechoros. What happened? Omad Paro v'holach Eitzel Moshe v'aron balayla. Paro b'pijama b'emtza halayla. You remember? Paro came and he came to Moshe Rabbeinu in the middle of the night. Shiremar v'yikrala Moshe l'aron layla. Hayadolfik Paro al-pischeyin shel Moshe v'aron balayla. Paro was knocking on the door of Moshe and Aaron in the middle of the night. V'amar lahem and he said to them, Kumu tzeumi tochami. Get out of here. Go, 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 leave. Amrulo, Moshe and Aaron, they said to Paro, Shote, fool, you think we're going to get up in the middle of the night? Who gets up in the middle of the night? We're not getting up in the middle of the night. Everybody's sleeping out there, Paro. No, that's not what they said. They said, Were we are thieves? We're going to sneak out in the middle of the night? That's not how we're going out. We're not going out like that. Sneaking out in the middle of the night? No. But Boker on going to go in the morning. God told us, don't leave at night. Stay in your home at night. Nobody walk outside. We're not going out there. Moshe and Aaron said to Paro, Paro said, what are you talking about? By the morning, all of Egypt is going to be dead. That's what the Egyptians were saying. We're all dying. Paro said, you can't wait until morning. The, the Egyptians will all be dead in the morning. Amrulo, they said, Taparo, Moshe and Aaron said, you, you want us? You're asking us? You want us to end this plague? You're asking us to end this plague? So Moshe and Aaron said, listen, this is, this is what you got to say. You got to say. You guys can go free. You're not in. You're not. You're free people. You're not in my servitude anymore. You're not my servants. You're not my servants. You're the servants of God. That's what Moshe said. This is what you gotta proclaim, right? To to all of your to all of your people. Hischil Paro Tzavach. Paro started to scream. The Omer and he said, "Lishe Avar Hayisem Avadai. You used to be my servants." 
אבל עכשיו הרי אתם בני חורין, but now you are free. הרי אתם ברשותכם, you're now your own, you're in your own control. הרי אתם עבדי השם, you are now servants of your God. וצריכם אתם להללו שאתם עבדיו, and you should praise God, because you are after all his servants. שנאמר, הללויה, הללו, עבדי אדוני. Right? These, the servants of God, praise God. And the servants of God praise God when they realize that they are now the servants of God. And we realize that we became the servants of God. The Midrash says, not when we stood on the foot of Mount Sinai, but when we were still in Egypt, when Makas Bechoros was happening. And on that night, with all of its uh, emotion, the Jewish people came to a realization, according to the Midrash, that now we're the servants of God. And after all that they saw, through all of the Makot, and everything that they experienced over the course of the past uh, year, just about, that the Makos took place, the Jewish people had the following emotion. The emotion of Telem Kufiud Gimel. Let's look at it one more time, yeah? Hallelujah, hallelujah, avdei Adonai, hallelujah, shem Adonai. The servants of God, you hear it now, 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 now we, we have in, in the, the, the elaborated version in the Midrash, it's Paro's phrase, well, Moshe says it first, but then Paro mimics it, right? Paro says it after. It's Moshe and Paro who declare that we are the servants of God. And now the servants, as the servants of God, we sing God's praise. We say, Right? And we'll move through the rest of the paragraph of Talim right now. But I, I found this midrash to be so striking that the, the emotion of this parak of Tehillim, Tehillim Kuf Yud Gimel, is the emotion of the Jews after Makas Pachoros. Before they left Mitzrayim the next day, but after Paro said at night, right, you know, you guys are free, in those few hours, those few hours in between Paro's proclamation to let the Jews go, and when they actually left the next day, in those few hours, that emotion, Tehillim Parakut Kuf Yud Gimel, according to the Midrash. Very fascinating. It yeah, looks like Paro's taking it a step further, because Moshe just said, you know, you got to say that we are no longer your servants. Paro's like, that's true, and go sing it to Hashem. Like, yeah, right. Did. Well, Moshe does say, he does say, Einatem avadai ela avdei Hashem, right? But then Paro takes the next step. Paro says, he says that, right? And then he says, like you said, but which is true, so the Midrash said, now, atem now you have to sing his praise, right? You know, it's, Paro understood that to be a servant of somebody, Paro was a king. Paro understood that to be a servant of somebody, a proper servant of somebody, is also to sing the praise of the master. I imagine not every servant sings the praise of the master. Right? But, uh, yeah, what? What are the reasons we don't say hallel on Purim? Right? Um, I, I messed that up, but that's what the Gemara says, right? We were still servants of Achashverosh. Right, the Gemara asks, why don't we say halal on Purim? And the Gemara gives three answers, right? One of the answers is, we do say halal on Purim. What are you talking about? We don't say halal on Purim. Of course we say halal on Purim, because reading the Megillah counts as halal. That's one of the answers in the Gemara. The second answer in the Gemara is that, uh, is that we can't say halal because we were still servants. Of uh, of that's, uh, that's that's what the Gemara says. That's correct. And so you're right. And so here we have the opposite. Here is when Paro lets us go. We realized that we were servants of God, and the natural response of feeling that we are a servant of God is to sing Halal. Um, it's an interesting thing that we're suggesting, right? It means that the emotion of experiencing servitude towards God is to is to Appreciate is not the right word that I'm looking for, but is to uh, is to appreciate it and and to sing God's praise.
Yeah, does everybody understand what I'm trying to say? Is that we, we didn't have to imagine that that would have been the emotion. We, we could have imagined that we would be upset about it, right? But to be a servant of God is an honorable um, title. And Moshe Rabbeinu is called an Ever Hashem, a servant of God. And that is a tremendously honorable title that Moshe has. Yoshua also is called Ever Hashem, by the way, at the end of the book of Yoshua, right? <clears throat> Yoshua follows in Moshe Rabbeinu's, in Moshe Rabbeinu's path, right? But, um, but that's, that's exactly, right, exactly what you pointed out, is that Paro is the one here who seems to understand that to be a servant of God Right requires that you sing praise to God, and maybe it was through his experience, not as king, but through the makos, or maybe both. Right, that power realized that there's different kinds of servants. Right, there's servants who are begrudging um, servants, and there are servants who, uh, you know, uh, who who are um, proud um, servants, and that's the that's the kind of servitude that uh, that we have. That's really that's that's interesting. That's interesting. I remember. I think Rabbi Sachs told us once, Rabbi Jonas and Sachs, Lander College. Uh, I said once, but I think it's more than once. That's probably why I remember it, because I think he said it a bunch of times. That we have a mitzvah to wear tefillin, and we have a mitzvah to wear tzitzis. Yeah? Um, and they're, how does it go? They're not the same. Yeah, they're not the same. Um, tefillin... The Navi says that Pe'ercha Chavoshalecha, Tefillin are uh, a beget of glory. It's Pe'ercha, the Navi calls Tefillin, it's Yechezkel, right? That Tefillin are, are a sign of glory. When you wear Tefillin, it's glorious when you, when you wear Tefillin. And Tzitzis are a, uh, a uniform of Avdus. It's a uniform of, uh, of servitude, you know, like when you're, you're, like you're, you're like uh, an employee and, you, you know, you have to wear a certain... Uh, a certain uniform, you know, and that's, uh, and that's, and Sachs pointed out that um, we are obligated every day to wear tefillin, obligated. Tzitzis, um, if we wear, you know, it's more of an optional kind of mitzvah, if we wear a four-cornered garment, then we have to wear tzitzis. And I think if I remember the way that Rabbi Sachs said it, is that God mandates, he commands from us that we carry ourselves with, with, with honor, pe'er, we have to wear tefillin. To be a servant of God, we've got to choose to wear to wear tzitzis. When we wear those tzitzis, though, we we should wear them. When we when we choose to wear them, we wear them with that with that pride. We wear them we wear them like that. That's uh, that's a little bit what it's like. But that's this that's this idea. Good. Let's get back to the tehillim. Everybody ready? So hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's try that one more time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Adonai, hallelujah, Shema Adonai. That's Pasuk Aleph. And Pasuk Bet, I put them together here, and you'll see why in a second. I put a, a bunch of the Pesukim together. You'll see why in a second. Yehi shame on the name of Arach, me'atav yadolam. So, the servants of God praise God. They praise the name of God. And the name of God should be blessed from now and forever. That's the translation of these two Pesukim. If you look in the Radak, Omar hallelujah, Omar shalosh pa'amim hallelujah. I, it twisted my tongue when I tried to read the Pasuk, right? Because uh, <clears throat> Radak points out, you'll notice in Pasuk Aleph, that you have the Shoresh Halel, Right? Um, and the verb, hallelujah, three times. Yeah? Hallelujah, one. Two, hallelujah, Hashem. Three, hallelujah, Hashem. You see it? 
Three times the Radak points out. Lomar shehilulim rabim anu chayavim lahalalo. The Radak says, why is there so much praise in this Pasuk? Because there is so much to praise. That's what the Radak says. There is so much to sing God's praise for. He couldn't just say, hallelujah, um, shame Hashem. Right? Sing the, the praise of God. No. He had to say it. Hallelujah. 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 Shame Adonai. Three times sing the praise of God. It could have been four, five, six. I don't know. Whatever. You know? But the Radak is saying that David HaMelech repeats the sing the praise of God because there's so much praise to sing. Now, Avdei Hashem, Hiya Kriya, Kemo HaKahal, Chuka Achas Lachem. Vitam Avdei Hashem, Hema Chachamim Yirei Hashem. You see what the Radak is saying now? The Radak is saying, if you look in the Pasuk, it sounds like um, there's a specific group of people who are singing the the praise of Hashem, right? It is Avdei Hashem. Yeah, you, you see that, right? And the Radak says, who are these Avdei Hashem? Chachamim, Yurei Hashem. They are the, the wise people, the people who fear God. Ki lahem lehodos lakel, shehim yodim lahalel, Why is it that the avdei Hashem, the servants of God, sing the praise of God? Because the servants of God recognize God. What the Radak is saying is that Zavad HaMelech is saying, yeah, there's so much to praise. It's three times praise. But who sings all of that praise? The Avdei Hashem. Who are they? The Radak says, the Chachamim, the people who are wise. Why? Because they're the ones who recognize God. You see what the Radak is almost saying? And I'm not sure if the Radak is really saying this, but I'm going to say it, even if the Radak is not saying it, but he really might be saying it. The Radak might be saying there's so much to sing praise of God, but that's only if you see it. Do you understand what he's saying? Who sings the praise of God? It's only the Avdei Hashem, who the Radak calls the Chachamim. But the Radak in the same breath just said there's three times Hallel because there's so much to praise. Well, if there's so much to praise, then why is it only the Chachamim who are singing the praise of God? Why isn't everybody singing the praise of God? I mean, after all, there's so much to praise. And so maybe, maybe what the Radak means, he might be saying this, but he might not be saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway, right? And, and that is that maybe there's so much to praise if you see it, yeah? It's like the Ramban writes, you know, um, at the end of Parshas Bo, that from the big open miracles, you start to see God in the small, smaller places, yeah? That God performs these big miracles only from time to time, on occasion only. God performs the big miracles. But what we're supposed to do is from those big moments, when we say that was the hand of God, we're supposed to move to smaller moments and seek out and find the hand of God in those smaller places. And the Ramban writes, Really, a person doesn't have a portion on the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu until he believes that, that God's hand is everywhere, until he believes that, that everything in the world is, is miracles. But, but in order to find those miracles, you, you have to... You have to be looking for those miracles, and you have to be ready to see those miracles, right? That's like Eliyahu Anavi. The Gemara says, "Well, well." The Navi says that Eliyahu, when he's standing on the Harakarmel, he davens that God should answer his prayers, and he says there are three word tefillah Eliyahu Anavi. He says, "I remember Eliyahu on the Harakarmel. He's standing there, the Navi Yabal. Everyone's, you know, whatever, right?" And Eliyahu says, "Aneni Hashem, Aneni." That's what he says. Answer me, God, answer me. And the Gemara says, why, Gemara asks, why does he say Aneni twice? 
Why do you say answer me twice? Aneni Hashem, answer me God. Right? Aneni Hashem, Aneni, answer me God, answer me. And the Gemara says that Elio actually said two tefillahs. He said one tefillah that God should bring a miracle. Answer me God. But then he said a second tefillah. In the second tefillah, Elio Navi says that God, you should let everybody realize that it's a miracle. That's the second tefillah that Elio Navi says. Gemara and Brachos. Right? It's the second tefillah. He says God bring a miracle. But then he says another tefillah. Let everybody realize that it's a, that it's a miracle. Maybe that's what's going on over here. There's so much to praise God for, but that's only if you're looking for it, and you're only if you're ready to see it. If you're looking for it and you're ready to see it, then there's a lot to praise God for. If you're not looking for it, or if you're not ready to see it, then there might not be as much to praise God for. Is that possible? That's why the Avdei Hashem are the ones who sing the, the praise of God. And when they start to sing the praise of God, they realize there's three hollows. It's not one hollow. It's not two hollows. Three hollows, not three hollows. It's a lot of hollows. That's the point, right? It's a lot of hollows that we can start to sing. You have to be Avdei Hashem in order to in order to start to sing those those praises. Good. So Halu Avdei Hashem, Halu Hashem Hashem, Yishem Hashem Mevarach, Me'atavayarulav. That the name of God should be blessed from now until forever. Look at the Malbim. The Malbim writes Chelak Echad Ad, but Seisi Sami Ritzayim. The first section of Halal is the first paragraph of Halal. Yeah, just our paragraph until but Seisi which is the next paragraph. Yidaber Al Hashkacha Shehaya Mashkiach Ba'olam Hashafel. And this paragraph is all about Hashkachat Hashem, divine providence. And it explains how we believe divine providence in a different fashion than the way that many of the non-Jews believe about providence. Why? Because they believe that God created all sorts of heavenly beings that have control and dominion over different things in the world. Omar. We say, You see what Malm is pointing out? I'm about to explain the difference in one second. If you look in the first Pasuk, the verb is Halel, right? To sing praise of God. But if you look in the second Pasuk, Pasuk Bet, the verb is Mivorach. Yehishem Hashem Mivorach. Hashem's name should be blessed. What is the difference between praising God and blessing God? In Pasuk Aleph, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Avdei Hashem, Hallelujah, Hashem Hashem. Praise God. In Pasuk Bet, Yishem Hashem Mivorach. God's name should be blessed from now until forever. So the Malbim, Kedarko Bakodesh, the Malbim writes, Kiyesh Hevdel, Beina Halel, Ubeina Bracha. There is a difference between praise and blessing. When you sing praise, you're singing about grandeur, greatness of HaKadosh Baruch And even the non-Jews, they believe in the grandeur and the greatness of God. They sing praise of God. Sorry, I just, I said that already. They sing praise of God. But that is not blessing. Bracha, blessing, relates to specific providence, constant um, involvement. Halel is, this is what the Malbim is suggesting. Halel is bigger, broader. 
God is grand. God is great. God created the world. Right. Bracha, to bless God, is to say, God made this bottle of water, handed it to me. It's specific providence. I'm actually, I'm going to drink it now, yeah? I made a bracha before, sorry. It would have been better if I would have waited. I should have planned that out better, right? Yeah. But specific providence. And that, the Malbim suggests, is a difference in our belief system and some others, not all others, but some others. For example, there was, um, you know, uh, deists, yes, people who believe that God created the world, but then he left the world, right? That's what I was talking about. Right? They don't believe in divine um, specific providence, right? That God is actively involved in our world. And that, the Malbim is suggesting, is the difference between Pasuk Aleph and Pasuk Bet. In Pasuk Aleph, David Melech is singing, sing the grand praises of God. But then in Pasuk Bet, David Melech is saying, Yehi Shem Hashem Mivorach. That God's name should be blessed. What is blessed? It's not big, grand. It's small. I'm, I'm, I'm blessing God. I'm blessing God. We'll get to that in one second. Specific about something that happened to me right now. This just happened. That's mivorach. That's not mihulal. Mihulal is, is big, grand stuff. Mivorach is, is, is more granular. Mivorach is more what happened to, to me. I read this already, sorry. Mivorach is talking about specific providence. I'm consistent, constant involvement. And that is why um, specifically the Mivorach goes with Me'atavi Adolam. Why? Right, that um, when I talk about the granular, small, so God's name should be blessed from now and forever. Meaning, I seek out God in, in every day, from now and forever. So if we were talking about the Ramban before, and the Ramban was talking about big, grand miracles, right? And moving from big, grand miracles to smaller, um, less obvious miracles. So those big, grander miracles, that's why I say Hallel on. That's Hallel. That's what I say Hallel on, the big, grand miracles. And then I say Brachot, right? On the, on the smaller, um, more granular um, involvement of God in my life. And that's why, that's why the Malbim says that Yishem Hashem Mivorach Me'atavi Adolam That God's name should be Mivorach Me'atavi Adolam It's not just that God is always involved. That's the way the Malbim said it, right? But it's also, and again, this is me adding on the Malbim right now, but it's also because God is not going to perform big, obvious miracles um, every day for everybody. But the smaller stuff, that we could always look for. And that's why Yehishem Hashem Mivorach Me'atavi Adolam, specifically the Mivorach, is Me'atavi Adolam, is now and for is now and forever. If you look in this midrash, oh, I didn't bold it. I'm sorry. If you look in this midrash, um, it, it's a very lovely midrash. Yehishem Hashem Mivorach Me'atavi Adolam, may God's name be blessed from now and forever. But Olam Hazeh Kolsuhu Va'acharkach Ichisu. The way that things work in this world, we bless God and then we get angry at God, or we make God angry at us. We bless God, and then we do something wrong. You know, that's the way it works in this world. But a day is going to come when it won't be like that. But we'll always be positive with God, and God will always be positive with us. God says, listen, you bless me from now until forever. And I'll bless you the same way. The same way that you bless me, God says, I'll try to return and bless you. Hashem Savivli Amo Adolam. 
Hashem will encircle his people from now and forever. What? It's a passing of the hill. Oh, wait, it's these two together? The Miami boys. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone like TikTok things. No, but it's... It's Yehishem Hashem Mevorach Mi Atav Yad Olam and It's Yerushalayim and Hashem Saviv Li Amom Mi Atav Yad Olam Yerushalayim No, I know, but they don't put these two psukim together No, the Midrash is putting these two psukim together Listen to what the Midrash is saying The Midrash is saying You said Yehishem Hashem Mevorach Mi Atav Yad Olam You said that you're going to bless God's name from now until forever And so I say God God says Hashem Saviv Li Amom Mi Atav Yad Olam I'm going to surround my people and protect them from now until forever. Meaning what God is saying, according to the Midrash, is the way that you blessed me, I will bless you. Right? It's like we read in the Parsha last week, right? Baruch, something like that. Close. I'm close. Yeah, yeah, right. That's that's two weeks ago. That's, I'm close. It's something like that. Yeah? Whatever. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, okay, good. I hope so. Whatever. Right? But um, but that's that's the uh, that's this that's this idea. Okay, very good. Rabbi Hirsch writes something here very interesting. Rabbi Hirsch writes that by proclaiming the ways he has revealed himself through his mighty acts, um, by proclaiming the ways, sorry, he's saying that we we people, Jews, or his servants, by proclaiming the ways that God has revealed himself through his mighty acts, in this manner, the name of the Lord, that is the recognition and worship of him, is blessed and spread abroad. And as Rabbi Hirsch is saying is like this. He's saying, that God's name should be blessed from now and forever. And how is it that God's name becomes blessed? How do we, so it's different than the Malbim. Malbim is saying, right, that to bless God means to sing his praise. It's just instead of on grand big things, it's on small little things. So Hirsch is saying a different interpretation. Hirsch is saying, no, 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 no. Hirsch is saying, here's what's going to happen. Are you ready? We sing the praise of God. That's Pasuk Aleph. We sing the praise of God. What happens when we sing the praise of God is that others will begin to bless God as well. See, what Rabbi Hirsch is saying is that you know how we bless God? How do we bless God? It's a silly thing. How do I give God a blessing? I give you a blessing, you know, I uh, that you should be successful. I give God a blessing that you should be successful? What does that, what does that mean? You know, I give you a blessing that you should be uh, healthy. What's, I give God a blessing that you should be healthy? What does that mean? What do you bless God? What do I bless God with? What do I do? Right? So this is what Rabbi Chaim asks. And that's Rabbi Chaim answers the same thing that Rabbi Hirsch here writes. Rabbi Chaim asks, you know, you know what we can do for God? We can spread God's name here in this world. When I sing praise of God, I cause God to be blessed. What do I mean I cause God to be blessed? It means I cause more people to recognize God. When I spread God's name in this world, I cause the extension of God. Right? Bracha comes from berech. What's a berech? A knee. What does a knee do? It's a joint of motion. It's a joint of motion. It propels you forward. That's what a that's what a knee does, right? And what can I do for God? Bracha. What does that mean? Bracha. I bless God. I propel Him forward. Wait, I can't add to God. It's like the law of conservation of God, right? The law of conservation of mass. Law of conservation of matter. You can't add. You can't detract. I can't add and detract from God. I can't do that. But what I can do is I can add to God's presence in this world. I can I can help others to to see it to sing God. So Rabbi Hirsch believes that in the first two psukim here, I have cause and effect, right? I sing praise of God. That's cause. What's the effect? That God's name then becomes blessed. Where? Other people. They hear me singing the, the praise of God and they start to see God also. Yeah? Cause and effect. Question? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't think it's helped me, not according to no, Rechaim. No, no. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, uh, Rev Chaim, I think, I think, Rev Chaim says, I haven't read this recently, but I think Rev Chaim says this, that when I say Baruch Hashem, I am saying, right, that God's name should be spread more. Baruch Hashem, literally bless. But, but what does it mean to bless? To spread more. Baruch Hashem, you God should be spread more. Elokeinu melech because you are our God, the God of the whole world. Sha'akol ni'ebidvaro. Everything you made, everything was made by you. And when I say that out loud, what am I doing? I'm trying to spread the name of God. Because what I can do for God in this world is spread his name. That's what I can do for him in this world. And that's what Chaim said, that's what brachos are. It's not thank you. Correct, it's not thank you. It's, it's Baruch Hashem. God, you should be spread. You should be spread. Blessed, spread. That's the idea. God, you should be spread. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense when you're like giving your kid a bracha. Correct. I'm giving you a bracha to um, increase in something. That's correct. To whatever. That's correct. But it's not, I'm, I'm not praising my kid. The, con- that's, the, the concept of a blessing, I think Rabbi Hirsch writes this also in a few places, that construct that I said, that, that bracha and berech are related because, because berech is, a, is t- progress, is to move forward, right? That's Rabbi Hirsch's Torah, right? And, uh, and that's what Rav Chaim writes in the Nefesh Chaim, that the construct of brachos vis-a-vis God is for us to spread God in this, uh, in this world. Yeah, it's not thank you, no. Yeah, which is what we always learn. I know. But that's not what Chaim, Chaim says not like that. Chaim says it's about us trying to spread godliness and God's name in this world. And I do that by recognizing God. Yeah? Yeah. Right, exactly right. Good. So let's so let's get to the next. Good. Pasa Gimel we're up to. Right? Right? That from the rising of the sun. Mizrach Shemesh. Right? The sun rises in the east. So from the east of the sun. Ad Until it's coming. I sing the praise of God. And I'm also going to do Pasuk Dalad along with it. You'll see why in a second. That God is high above all nations on the heavens is his, uh, is his honor. Flip the page over. You'll see this Radak. The Radak says, what does it mean? Mizrach Shemesh You see, I would have translated and none of the Rishonim translated like this. None of them. Zero. Zero. I would have said, Mizrach Shemesh means time. That's what I would have said. From the right, you're with me. From morning to night, that's what I would have said. But none of the Rishonim understood it that way. Look at the Radak says, Mizrach Shemesh Kol B'nei Adam Shehem Mizrach Va'ad HaMa'arav Kulam You know what it means? It means the circumference of the of, well, he says it's the circumference of the sun, right? That's not really what he means. What he really means is that the whole world, from the rising of the sun until the setting of the sun, meaning the whole circumference of the earth, meaning every body, every body. I would have said all time. That's what I would have said when I read it. But that's not what the Rishonim understand. It means everybody, wherever anybody lives, the whole circumference of the globe, right? Sing the praise of God. And even if people have shituf, 
Shita if it means that they believe that the the stars have powers and the sun has powers and right, but recognize that God is above. Rum hu al kol tehilos shehalu kol agayim. And now you see how he understands rum al kol goyim. What does that mean? It means that God is greater than any of the praise that anybody's going to sing to him. You know, you know that's what he's saying is everybody in the whole world sing sing the praise of God. And yet, with all of that, God is gonna be greater than all of that praise. And you put it all together, God is greater than all of that praise. And God is higher than the heavens. And even the praise that they sing of God in heaven, the angels and the stars and the sun and the moon, all of the praise of everything. So, God is greater than all of that. Do we see how the Radak reads these two Pesukim? Everybody everywhere sings praise of God. The heavens sing praise of God. And yet, God is, God is higher. Even the praise that they sing in heaven, God is higher than that. God is greater than that. God is greater than all of the praise that we could ever sing to him. But you look at the Malbim, you understand a little bit differently. I like this Malbim, and I like the next one too. But look what the Malbim writes. You see, the, the Malbim, he told us before that there's a difference between Hilul and Mivorach. And now here you'll notice in Pasagimo, Mimizrach Shemeshah he goes back to Mihulal. Yeah? So so look what the Malvin writes. Those deists, right? They believe that God created the world, but he's not involved in it. What do they believe? They believe Where is God's glory? It's in the heavens. God made the earth. Yes, it's true, but he's not here in the earth. He's not here. Yeah? Everybody understands. Yeah? It's beneath God to come see what's going on here in this world. The Alkane. That's why there's no mivorach here. It's only mihulal. Look, I'll read it again. Yeah, from the, the the rising of the sun, the setting of the sun, meaning the creation of the world. People sing the praise of God. Mihulal. They sing the praise of God. But you know what they say? They say no, but God is not here. I'm mihulal. I'm not mivorach. I sing the praise of God and I say, God is up. Ram, al kol goyim Adonai. God is above nations. My Allah Shemaim Kivodo. He's up in the heavens. He's above this world. He's not here. Do you hear what the Malbim is saying? This is the, according to the Malbim, this is the praise of the deists, the Mehulal. We have to do better than that. Right? We have to do better than that. And that's why I'm going to skip to the Malbim right now in the next passage. That's why David Melech writes next. What does he say? That's not what we believe. What do we believe? Look at the Malbim. Right, the Malbim, it's, um, just skip to the Malbim. I, I put it in the middle. So awkward. Sorry. Right? But I put it in between Rashi and the Mitsudos. But look at the Malbim. Who is like Hashem our God? What does that mean? It means he's too high to sit. Too high. Hamagbihi, raised up, Gavoa, right? Lashovis, from sitting. What does that mean? He comes down to see the heavens and earth. What does it mean? It's like this. God's greatness is so great. We can't even describe God's greatness. There's no difference to God between heaven and earth. It's nonsense what we just said from the deists, that God is up in the heavens and he's not down here on earth. What? As if the heavens are, are fitting for God. 
Nonsense. Just like the earth is not fitting for God, the heavens are not fitting for God. God is above everything. Everything. Just like God he doesn't sit here in the earth, God doesn't sit up there in the heavens either. He's full stop. Who is like Hashem our God who is too high for sitting anywhere? Anywhere. And yet, he comes down, where does he come down to see? Both. Both in heaven and in earth. Because God is beyond both. He's not just, he's not just in the heavens, no. God is, he's, he's outside of the whole system, right? And he comes down to see both in heaven and in earth. Stop this business that the deists think that God is closer to heaven than he is to earth. No, God is outside the whole system. Everybody understand? Created the heaven, he created the earth. So God doesn't sit anywhere in there. I mean, he's the whole thing, right? But he comes down to see. But what does he come down to see? Not just the earth. He comes down to see the heavens also. Yeah? Look in this Mitsuros. This is very beautiful. Who is like Hashem our God? Mi anav kamohu. Do you understand what the, what the Mitsudos is saying? He's saying, who is like God? What does it mean, who is like God? Who is like our God who is so high and so far removed from earth, and yet he comes down to be here with us? You see, this is where we are so different from the deists. We agree that God created the world. We also agree that the world should be beneath Him. The, the, the God is so great, and what are you know? And yet, here's where we disagree. Where the deists say, "Well, because this world is so beneath Him, God doesn't care to pay attention. God has other things that He has to worry about, big things, not little things like this." But we don't. We say, and yet, He comes down to be with us. He comes down to be with us. He's here. He cares. It's important to him what it is that we do and what happens here. Right? Who is like God? This is such a beautiful set of psukim, no? I think so. It's such a beautiful set of psukim. Who is like God who is so grand and so great and so beyond and yet is so caring and is so involved? Comes down. Who, who is like that? Yeah, you know what it's like? It's like we say, I'm Moshe Shabbos, Rabbi Yochanan said, Right, that wherever you find the greatness of God, you also find the the humility of God. And here is here is a perfect example. Who is like God? So grand and so great, excuse me, and yet, and yet, Yeah. He makes himself low. He makes himself low. He lowers himself. Correct. Shafel. That's correct. He lowers himself. Yes, it's exactly right. And that's the same idea of anivos, of, of humility, that the Mitsudo says, right? And that's what we believe distinct from the deists, right? That, that, that yes, God has to lower himself to come to this world. And he does it. He cares to do it. He wants to do it. Right? That's, that's the relationship that we have, we have with the Kosh was amazing. Set of Sukkim is very, very beautiful, I think, right? So God comes down to, to, to be with us. Mikimi me'afardal. He picks up from the dust, the, the downtrodden, from the trash heaps. 
He raises up the Evyon, sit him amongst the princes, the princes of his, the princes of his people. Look at this Malbim. The Malbim writes, saying, and it's not just that God comes down to be with the significant and important people. God doesn't just come down to be with the fancy people. No. God comes down even to be with the lowly. Mikimi dal. He'll pick up from the, the dust, the dal. And some people they used to say that, ah, rich, poor, have children. It's totally bemazel, bemaracha, meaning it has to do with uh, your zodiac sign. It has to do with uh, with uh, the luck that you have, whatever it is. Omer kilo kenhu. Right? We, we don't believe that. No, that's not right. This has to do with the, the providence of God. What does God do? He makes uh, ladders between heaven and earth and he brings down riches for one and poverty for another. And that's what David Melech says when he, David Melech means when he says that God picks up the Dal, the downtrodden from the dust. Even if you have somebody who's uh, astronomy and zodiac and they say that he should be downtrodden, that's what it says. And even if it could be worse than Dal, it could be Evion, destitute, it's worse than Dal. God can pick him up from the trash heap. It's worse than the dirt, the dust, the trash heap. And it's not just that God can pick him up. Watch this. When he picks the Evion from the trash heap, where does he put him? To sit him with princes. But which Nidivim? The princes of his nation. Whose nation? Uh, okay, so you, see, so you think Am Yisrael, right? That's now listen to what the Malbim says. This is great. The Malbim says, I, I, I would have said, I, well, well, if you say that, right? And that's what I thought. The one I read it the first time, right? The first hundreds of times, right? right? You say it's us, that means means the princes of his nation, meaning the Jewish people, meaning his is capital H. God, the princes of God's nation. But the Malbim thinks it's a lowercase h. This is what the Malbim says. He'll bring him up to sit with princes. With the princes of his people. Why? God will pick him up from the trash heap and sit him with the princes of his own nation. The, the guy's own nation. The guy who he's picking up from the trash heap. And the mom says that's grander. You know why that's grander? Because everybody knows who he was. Everybody knows where he came from. If, 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 if God picks somebody up, you know, somebody moves towns. You know what I mean? He goes somewhere else. Nobody knows where he was. Nobody knows where he came from. Now all of a sudden he's successful. So he sits with the princes. Fine. And then somebody from his old town, they come and they're like, oh, I know what you were like, you know, whatever. It's embarrassing, right? No, that's not. When God picks somebody up, he'll pick him up and put him up in the princes of his own town. Right there. God will flip the whole thing upside down. Right there, put him right there. Picks up and, and carries all the way to the top of his own his own place. It's an amazing thing. Moshidi Akera Sabayis. Ema Banim Simecha And, oh yeah, go, 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 yeah. There's, there's one problem with that. Yeah, which is? Because this, uh, to him, refers to the Israel. We are the ones who are singing. We are we are the singers. 
What? According to now, you are. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Oh, I know. Maybe not. One second. Let's talk it through, right? Because we learned that midrash. Let's talk it through. The midrash is saying that the Jews are singing the Tehillim, and they're singing it as like mamash, right? Who would that be according to the Malbim? The Egyptians, right? Those were the princes, or maybe the people of Canaan, right? Right. But but saying the people who knew the Jews. That's the point that the Malbim is making. It has to be the people who knew the Jews. Right? In other words, what the Malbim is saying is, is that it's not just that God picked up the Jews, if we're taking the historical reading of the Midrash. It's not just that God picked up the Jews right, and brought us somewhere else and made us into honorable people there. right? But it's the same people who used to look at us as slaves. Now they look at us differently. Now they look at us as, uh, as, as respectable, as different, right? um, because we're the servants of God. That's very interesting. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't connect all that together. Yeah, so that could be. It's possible what I just said. No, could be. I think that's what the Malbim would say if we're combining the Malbim with the Midrash, which the Malbim doesn't do, and the Midrash doesn't do. But we can do. It's fine. Fine. It's allowed, right? Now that's very good. That's very good. And also okay. another Midrash connection. That was Yosef Atzadik. He came from jail and became the second in command. It's like a. I'm not sure about that one. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's very good what you said. It's very good. And you think might think it's a very good example because he was a slave in Egypt. He was in jail in Egypt. And then he rose to, to power. But I wonder, and I do wonder, how the Egyptians looked at him. Mm. Because the Torah says that they wouldn't eat with him. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure that we would say in that context, Lo shivi imnidivim imnidiveyamo. He rose to power and they used him. And he was certainly very honorable. But I wonder. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm asking. I don't. I don't know. I wonder if that would really be this example. I'm not sure. Let's fin- what was that? That's what he says to the brothers. No, because he was like low of the brothers. The brothers oh, like, bad, then he rose yes, to the that's, a that's a good example. That's a good example. Yes, with the brothers. Yes, and they definitely looked at him differently. Yes, that's a fine example. Good. Moshevia Karasabayis. Right, so the, the, the barren one becomes happy and with with children. Right, so if you look in the in the Radak, Moshevik Sabayas. Okay, I'll just tell you what the Radak says because I, I said I'm going to try to finish on time. I, I'm not going to end up finishing early, everybody. I apologize, but I'm going to finish on time. Right, um, the Radak says this is another example, just like we just saw. Right, that God picks up the downtrodden, the destitute, and the barren. Right, all of a sudden now has children. God picks her up. She now has children. It's a whole different. Uh, it's a whole different experience and different place in the house, right? That she was. That she was in. That's what the Radak says. Rashi brings it back to the Jewish people. If we want to, you know, full circle back to the drasha we started. Rashi writes, "Akaras habayis tzion, shehika akara Right? It's talking about also Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was like the akara barren, and the Jews will come back. Will come back. And so, just like the Jewish experience becoming Avdei Hashem, according to Midrash in the beginning, David Melech ends, according to Rashi's understanding, coming back to Eretz Yisrael, becoming the Avadim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, back in our own land, recognized as, as, as the sovereign body. I guess we're still waiting for some of this, you know, right? But, uh, well, well, in part we have it. In some of it we're still waiting for it, right? You know, but, uh, but coming back and being, and being sovereign here and, and singing, uh, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for having saved us, for having picked us up, from having uh, brought us uh, from low back to, back to high, and our quest to then seek out God constantly, 
throughout our lives so that we could sing his praise not only for the grand great miracles but even for the smaller everyday occurrences as we go so that we can spread his name and make it greater and greater as we sing his praise throughout our lives. That is Tehillim Kufiud Gimel, the first parak of Tehillim, uh, of, uh, of Halal, sorry. And so uh, let's say the Tehillim together and uh, we'll end on time today. I'm very proud of myself. Everybody ready? We'll say the Tehillim though, for real. Hallelujah, hallelujah, avdei Adonai, hallelujah, shem Adonai, yehi shem Adonai mevorach me'atavi Adolam, mimizrach shemesh amnivoho, mehulal shem Adonai, rom al kol goyim Adonai, ala shamayim kivodo, mik Adonai Eloheinu amagvihi lashoves, hamashpilili ros, bashamayim uvoretz, mikimi me'afardal, me'ashbos yerim evyon, leoshivim nidivim nidivim, Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a great night.